What is going on, everybody? And welcome back. We are at episode 21 of Meet the Critters. Still don't know how it's happening, but it is. So we're just going to keep it rolling. So we got a fun one tonight. This man has the highest download count on every episode of Meet the Critters. So I forgot to check the number. Last time I checked, it was at 200 or something like that, which I'm like, all right, for me, that's pretty good. So we have John Dowie. What's up, man? What's going on? How are you? Yeah. Good. My internet neighbor. Yeah, I know, right? I love that we do it online. We just drive up there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. We talked. We did talk about that after the last one about us trying to figure out a time, but then naturally we're both like, we have no time. Yeah, there's no such thing. I just today was looking into eliminating a thing that I do, like just a, just not sure if it's profitable or makes any sense, you know? Mm. And I have to, I have to start being better at budgeting my time based on, okay, is this working like money wise and time wise, like all those various budgets, right? Time and money. Um, so I need to get better at it in general. I'm not good at it. Like I, I get emotionally attached to projects and, yes. and revenue streams even. Even if they don't make sense anymore, I'm just still emotionally attached to it. Yeah. So this is my uh, scrap wood thing that I was going to do for the. We talked in the last. I did make some notes. I did some self scouting. Oh my I, god! Uh, oh yeah. my god! Listen to the episode. preparation for this podcast. It's yeah. amazing, and I do yeah. a meeting that of like yeah. oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like. I keep going on people's shows. Well, sort of. Not like that. Right. All. I did Tim the Toolman show a couple times. I've done your show now twice. And that's it. Anyway, but I go in 100% unprepared, and this is just being this crazy ADHD thing. Like, just, just like throw up on the screen or through your podcast app, like, kind of, you know, just cluster of information that, like, doesn't really tie together. Um, but I know we talked about biochar last time. Yes. And the whole thing with the biochar was maybe parlaying this uh, scrap wood pickup thing into biochar making and like but the reality is I just like the biochar thing something I want to do you know there's a lot of things I want to do that I yeah. just don't have time for and I haven't had time like we talked on June like 14th or 18th or something yeah something like and that I've so last week I set up a barrel I made a barrel with a chimney stack and I finally made an attempt at making a batch of biochar and it did not work. So, <laughs> and I kind of thought it wasn't going to work when I started. What happened was I have a 55 gallon and I have the 30 gallon. I'm, I got the retort thing going on, I guess. Yeah. Well, in theory, I'm trying to have the retort thing going on. And I put a chimney stack on it. My burn was good, but backing up when I loaded it, um, my insert barrel, right? Mm -hmm. The 30 that goes inside, there's not enough room. On the outside yeah, of that barrel, five, yeah, to get enough feed stock down in there, and like, you know, get enough heat to make the biochar. So what I have is like halfway to biochar, which isn't bad. You can run it again, you know. But I'm, I'm definitely not in a position where I'm going to be able to run this shit twice for one batch because I don't even have time to run it once, you know. Um, the good news is I can walk away from it because it's the retort style. And it's in a place where nothing will burn because it's in the duck area. So yeah, nothing will burn in there. Yeah, <laughs> everywhere. So like, I don't know. I'm disappointed in it. But basically, I am coming up on the season where I'm going to maybe sell barrels full of this uh, scrap wood for people's fireplaces and whatever for kindling. Perfect. But I look at my sales from last year. I made maybe like a thousand dollars selling that. 
Okay. Right. I have to go get this wood every single week. And it takes let me it takes me at least two hours. Or I pay a guy because I have a guy that can go get it. And um so I'm paying him like whatever, you know, somewhere between like thirty and fifty bucks, right? Mm-hmm. Every week. Well, if you start doing the math, and so like to make to do all that to make a thousand dollars is ridiculously stupid, you know. Right. And the other side of it is I like the wood. It, it's so dry. Mm-hmm. And I use it to heat my house all winter as well, for the most part. Like just all day long we burn it. Right. And I like that. I just like I like it. Okay. But for the money and the time expense I just explained, I could just totally buy four cords of wood. Exactly. It's yeah. see, I'm that I'm the same way. Yeah. Like our scenario with that, where it's like I need to I love it and I wanna do it because I'm emotionally attached to it, is beef. Like raising cows. Oh yeah. 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 And it's like it's so why, hard. Why are you turning me down on this yeah. a little bit? Because we got an echo coming back this way. Oh, do we? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I don't even, I'm not going to be able to hear anything. <laughs> yeah, no worries. How about now? Yeah. No, we're good now. Okay. Perfect. Do you still hear me? Yep. Barely. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's up with my system today. We yeah. talked about this before we went live, but I'm having, I'm having issues, so I'm going to be nasally because I don't have my audio adjustment. <laughs> not sound nasally, which drives me crazy, but, but that's okay. Anyway, back to beef. No, it's like, like um, when I first started farming, it was beef. Like, I jumped right in. Like, I mean, we started with chickens and stuff like that, but like large animals, I didn't start with pigs or sheep or anything. I was like, cool, let's fence in six acres right off the bat and start raising cows and see how this works. And we did. Like, it's not great. Like, it's, there's a lot that goes into it. And I love every second of it, but I don't want to buy hay anymore. My fields are crap, like to say the least. Like they can get hay off them, but not a lot, and it's not great. Um, and I'm raising them out for two years. Like that's what you got to do to raise beef in New Hampshire. Is yeah. we're raising that thing for two years. And it's so that's a lot. If you're doing all grass fed, if that's what you're trying to do, right? That's buying a lot of hay because which I am. You're not. I am a proud grain yeah, feeder. <laughs> oh, are you okay? Yeah, Which is yeah. fine. I, I prefer it. I, I know everybody gets really excited about grass fed. I, I, I get, I get it. Good. It's one of those things that I see. I see both, and yeah. there's a drastic difference. And I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah there like, is. Especially through the winter, I always, I always grain through the winter because I'm like, I want extra calories. Now, do you do, like, do you do both through the? Do you always offer hay anyway? Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. I would usually run around bales. And- so this is how much I don't know about cows. I know yeah. some stuff about cows, but I don't know. You, They have to have grass all the time near yes. or whatever that hay. Yeah, that. you need to feed them. I mean. They can't just they, they like, can't just eat grain. They don't live like that. No, right? there, there are people. There are people that I know. And it's like, I think that's what people are talking about when they're like, oh, like grain fed people. There are people that just have free choice grain all the time. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not that person. I'm not made of money. Like, it's, yeah. it's, you can't do, you can't it. do it. And it also, it's, it's also like, all that money you're putting into corn, it's going to be big. It's going to be fat. And it's going to be tasty. But guess what? You got a three-inch fat cap on your yeah. feet. And then it's just going to get cut off. And nobody wants it except for me. Right, exactly. The regular customer's not interested in that. Yeah, 
they, they just so it's, yeah it's crazy so i am i'm like oh yeah give me that i'm gonna make some fat i'm gonna make me some chicken wing oil you know what right. i mean but like no exactly but know. there's so much waste to it that it's yeah. like i'm not gonna do that i literally give my cow i right now and barely giving him squares because he's in a six acre pasture, seven acre pasture by himself. I got rid of the other cows already. So he's just free grazing seven acres and he gets three like scoops of um, like a protein feed and corn a night. And he looks fantastic. Like this is going to be the first like really nice beef that I raised. Granted, like the last last one were bad, but they're it was my first time, and they were stunt. Some of them were stunted because they didn't get good feed because I was feeding a my hay off light field. And it's like now I'm finally like, okay, I fucked up a couple times. So now it's like I can figure this out a little bit more. So you essentially you have to develop pasture. There's one big part of it, mm-hmm. and and like and it is it does sound like it's it's crazy because people probably just like that are ignorant to it. Probably just like myself, sort of probably just think. Oh, just get a cow and put it out on the grass and it'll be fine. But there's the quality of your field, right? Your pasture. And then there's just the, the, the there's more to it than that, even though, right? There's, it there's, like, there's so like, much. There's so, and it's one of those things I've come to thoroughly enjoy the glass over an eye when I start talking to people about like pasture management. You just watch <laughs> five minutes in and you, you just watch their eyes just glass over of like, yeah. like you're up. Uh, I don't know. You I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. You're talking Latin, like. <laughs> I, I just watched this. Um, I was I'm always looking for something to just. I got it. Look, I watch TV. Now, I know a lot of people in our world are like, nah, media and TV. Oh, look, and I know you're probably not that guy, no. but like, I fucking gotta have some mental break from everything I do, you know. So like, yeah, I watch football. We're re- we're fan. we're rewatching and, all of the old like. 2010 series on like HBO and shit. <laughs> like where those people. Yeah. yeah. So I just found this. Uh, I, I accidentally signed up for Hulu, meaning uh, I forgot I canceled Hulu because they're Disney and I forgot they were Disney, but I wanted to watch because um, I, I do my best not to give Disney any money because fuck them. Yeah. Uh, but like I totally forgot that their Hulu is Disney and uh, I wanted to watch Always Sunny episodes mm-hmm. like reruns and so i went on ebay and i like bought all the dvds but then it's like you gotta what am i gonna do drive around with a fucking briefcase full of always sunny dvds in my in my you know in my car like a weirdo wherever you're traveling like, anywhere yeah. yeah like i need like my own server i gotta upload that shit and like just anywhere i go because i i watch like when i take a break here at the grow room to eat which happens a lot because i have like because of the diabetes or whatever to, I, I, eat a meal day. <laughs> I have a hard i have a hard like oh I'm going to be here past 11. I got to just eat my dinner now. Right. So I'll make some food in the toaster oven here and I will, um, I will go and sit down and I have a nice TV over here because fuck you, I deserve it. And, uh, so, so like, it's like a 40, it's not massive. It's like a 43 inch TV. It's a nice TV for your shop. By 12 space with a 43 inch TV. It's fine. So, and it's really nice. It's a nice, nice TV, like in general. But anyway, um, I found this show. Uh, fuck, what they do in the shadows? It's a I, vampire comedy. Yeah, not into the vampire horror anything. Unlike Tim, who I was like doing his show, and he starts bringing up horror, and I'm like, I have no idea. I'm the same. I, I, I am. Yeah, I am. 
I so, but if you like comedy, this is goddamn hilarious because it's about these three like inept vampires that uh, came to Staten Island like 500 oh. years ago to take over the new world, but they've only ever fucking stayed on Staten Island, Staten which is Island. a terrible place. Yeah, like, and it's 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 wicked funny. And anyway, I don't remember the point. Oh, so I found that, and I binge-watched that, and, uh, you know, whatever. Have you watched Shorzy yet? What is it? Shorzy. Oh, yeah, I loved it. Oh, oh that was the other thing I did. I caught up on all that. Yeah. Is, that, that, what is was the second point? season out, or is it still the first season? Because we are um, no, some someone in the comments, Rachel, remind us of what the hell we were getting at. No, so know, Rachel did bring up that I love Bluey. I is that a TV Bluey. show? Yeah, it's a kids show. It's, oh, oh, I fucking love Bluey. It's it's yeah. like this Australian show about these dog, like this dog family, and it's fucking, okay. I've never related more to a television show than the dad on Bluey. I'm gonna slowly. Unrelated. Sorry, here's my ADHD. I'm yeah, slowly yeah. going to creep. I moved my mic away from the speaker. Uh, I'm going to slowly yeah. creep my volume up so I can hear you better. If it starts echoing again, let me know. Got it. Oh, good. Um, Bluey. Someone told me about Bluey. I haven't. Uh, I don't know. My kids. It's on, only- it's on Disney, so that's why you haven't seen it. Oh, yeah, I'll never it's, see it. So it's huge. <laughs> like it's. I had a box at one point that could, that could get anything. You know. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's nice. one of those things that literally Bluey is carrying Disney, like Disney Plus. That is why people are buying Star Wars. Yeah, right? Star Wars, Bluey, and yeah. like I'm pissed at make I'm pissed at Disney for making me pissed at them because I do want to watch Star Wars, right? But I fucking won't give him my money. I do have a buddy though with a password, so when he comes over, we'll watch some we'll stuff. Watch. But I've I haven't there's like a new whole another season of Mandalorian or something I haven't seen and like yeah. there was the one uh I don't know Andor or something no yeah I'm not a Star Wars guy so that oh, whole okay. time just there's goes one that came out that watch. we started watching yeah we started watching I thought it was fucking boring yeah. but anyway uh I don't what the hell is, did she figure out what the point was no I have no idea thanks a lot you failed us they, we're already here we're already here. I knew this was going to go this way. I, it is what it is. <laughs> well, I have. Um, so we talked about biochar, and I've now right. failed uh, once. And uh, I think so. I have a a smaller insert barrel I can use. So I have like I have three different sizes of barrels that I got when I went to the fucking Adirondacks to buy barrels, um, which is like it's just so stupid. It's, it's so crazy. So now, now it's like I can't not make biochar because I spent like six hundred dollars going right, to just business, in right? travel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like it was like it was like six six and a half seven hours round trip, eight hours. I don't know. And then I stopped for dinner, so it was even longer. Um, so <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a mess. So uh, I got a whole bunch of thirties that don't really have enough room inside the fifty fives that I have. I am thinking though that uh, I used to sell a different kind of fifty five gallon drum. And I still have one I use as a burn barrel. So I'm going to see if those ones were a little wider. Because, like, being a barrel expert, which is ridiculous, um, I have – well, I sell so many of them. I actually do, like, have this weird expertise in barrels. Um, like, you know, you, you, you'll have five different kinds of open-head uh, steel, you know, steel barrels. Right. And you throw a lid on it, and it's like, oh, this lid's an inch too small, you know? Right. And so there's, like, a two-inch variance in – circumference of, of open head drums right? right so i'm like oh i need the biggest one maybe so i could get more fuel stock in around it i think if i got more in around it it worked but or would have worked 
but I did see it like I had air holes drilled down the right. side of the barrel uh, every like eight inches or nine, maybe maybe twelve, just so I could see where the fire was. Did you have them all the way down? Yeah, I did, but not. They're not big, and they're. But I still think that's part of the problem because you don't have reburn. You don't have too much air. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. From everything I've been looking at, is you need the just at the bottom. That's what really turns it into biochar is the fact that it's like all of the gas is escaping out of the bottom of the container barrel and going up and around, but it's being stopped by the fire on the top. So then it's just reigniting and just yeah. making everything super burning the sin gas. Right. So if you have ventilation holes all the way down, more than likely some of that is going out of yeah. it. Yeah. And I you know what I didn't you're right, I probably fucked that up. I, I probably so I'm gonna get a different bigger barrel anyway. What I'll do is I just won't drill as many holes. You can always listen, drill more holes. I have no I idea what I'm talking I can't, about. But. I can't undrill the holes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I can drill four holes. Yeah. So I'll start with less holes. There's some, if no one knows what we're talking about, this is weird. But anyway. Right. Uh, so yeah, I failed. I thought about that. I thought about that being an issue with using a 55 gallon drum and like the 30. Yeah. You've got, we haven't run propane at our house in since we've bought it. And we've told the company to come take them and they won't. And I'm like, all right, cool. So we have one of the, Big cylinders, not like a massive one, but like yeah, they're uh, they're four, five hundred gallons or something. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's like a five hundred gallon or no two or two fifty, two fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Because I have two fifty, five hundred gallon. Yeah, yeah. Right. So we have two of those. So I'm like, they've been sitting empty since we've had them. They're not yeah. going to come and take them. They're not going to come get them, huh? No. Who is it? Rhymes. No shit. That's who I have now. Yeah, they were Bend over. No, I'm yeah, no, 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 no. No, I'm going to use them. Hey, if so you own I, your own tanks, I mean, my plan is to do two, but I want to try one. And my buddy's a fabricator down the road, so nice. we, we we've already kind of chatted. I've like kind of piqued his interest because yeah. I asked, I asked him about it because he had one in his scrap pile. I was like, "How much would it cost to have you cut the top off that?" He's like, "Oh no, no, I'm going to use that." I was like, oh, "All right." He goes, "Why?" And then I talked to him about biochar for, I don't know, like 10, 15 minutes. And by yeah. the end, he was like, okay, all right. And I mentioned those. And he's like, I can cut the top off one of those. And I was like, I know you can. That's why I mentioned it. Um, but uh, that's my plan with it, is to try and do something like that. But again, I'm also using it for, I want to try using it for disposal. Like, of all of my waste, like all my bones and stuff. Like, so I have a pile of bones. I can take this byproduct, turn it into biochar, put it in my compost, and then put it back in my field instead of just yeah. putting it somewhere. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Sorry. No worries. Uh, I just got distracted for no good reason. So <laughs> I was just logged in under the wrong account over here. I said hi in the chat. Sure did. And I uh, said it under, see there, there we go. Now there's two of me. Ooh. Perfect. Just what nobody needs. Just what nobody needed. <laughs> so, uh, so I fail. Yeah. So, on, on a side note, those tanks and your buddy being a fabricator is something that I might hit you up with at some point. Because, okay. uh, of course, I got to get up the street maybe. But though, so I bought a pellet boiler and yep. a pallet of pellets, and the pellet boiler is not hooked up. 
and I got to run a chimney for it, which I have everything. I just haven't done it. And I keep running into weird situations and make it so it doesn't happen. Um, the whole idea was before the baby came was to have a pellet boiler put in and it's got this massive, like one ton hopper. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I can burn for a week before I really got to do any ash work or anything. Um, so, and I have baseboard, uh, you know, water, whatever right. the fuck, hydronic or whatever, uh, that I installed years ago that I ran, uh, with a tankless propane, uh, hot water heater, which okay. is not a good idea. So don't anybody do that. Don't do that. Um, you need mass when you're going to do hot water is the problem. It's a great idea, right. paper, but then when you realize the water's going out of that tankless water heater and it's blowing through your, you know, your, your system, it's coming back way like cool Wait. enough to keep your thing going. Yeah. So right. instead of like a system where you're like, yeah, but I got to heat this tank of water all the time. Yeah. Well that fucker turns off when the water's hot enough in the tank and it stays off for a while because the tank's insulated. If you're right. doing it the way I was doing it and there's no reservoir tank, it just runs whenever it wants heat in the house. And mm -hmm. we were blowing through five, $600 worth of propane a month. Yeah, to run that's nuts. <laughs> yeah. I did it for two months and I never did it again. It does have dual heat exchanger though, and it will run for hot water, domestic hot mm -hmm. water. So I never got rid of the unit. Uh, it needs to be cleaned, and the asshole that installed it, he's a friend of mine, so I'm going to call him an asshole. Uh, he didn't put in any clean-out valves on me, so I can't ah. refill the damn thing without taking everything apart. I just It's not a priority, so I haven't done it. But uh, so it's just sitting down there, right, all hooked up. Um, it will do domestic hot water, but then my electric hot water tank in 2021, February, no, February 2020, right before pandemic, like right before. Like five days before Super Bowl that year, we were going to have a party. I had just finished a remodel in my house and my shitty 40 gallon, maybe electric hot water tank is in the closet in the living room, which when we bought the house, I was like, that's going back in the fucking basement someday. All Not of a sudden, I, I just finished a remodel. It took like months because I did everything myself and I took my time because I don't want to screw it all up. Right. Um, and I look over, there's a puddle of water coming from under this door. Uh. <laughs> you got to be fucking kidding me. So, I upgraded to this awesome, um, I think it's a GE or something. Um, so if you have an electric hot water heater, this is, oh, I just did it. Electric water heater. You shouldn't say hot water heater because that makes no sense. Obviously, it's a fucking hot water heater. It's a water heater. It's not a hot water heater. There's no such thing as not hot I've water never heater. Thought of, I've never, ever thought about that as that being weird at all. I try to make myself not say that because I bitch about sayings that people use that drive me crazy but anyway that's one of them and i just did it Hot so i went to buy a water heater there you go All and right. no, uh, that doesn't make sense once you say yeah. it that way <laughs> <laughs> so, they make these ones with a heat pump on the top okay and yeah, dad okay. government will give you a whole bunch of money to buy that one so like it's like six hundred dollars off or some shit so like sitting right next to the one you're gonna spend six or eight hundred dollars right on a water heater that's mm -hmm. just regular and right next to it is one that's six or seven hundred dollars more that looks fancier, or whatever has this heat pump on the top that's going to sip electricity if you set it up right. Right. Um, but the government gives you all the difference in the money between the two because the the refund shit, you know, right? The what's it called? Energy saver stuff. Right. Um, in your taxes or whatever. There's an instant rebate, and then it just the program changes. So whatever. This is three years ago. But anyway, so I have no motivation to get this stupid propane one ever running again, because I have this electric one that sips electricity. 
Like, why would I go nuts trying to fix this other one? So I have the whole, I'm actually going to remember where we were. This is amazing. All right. I have the whole system all set up. I just need to install this damn pellet boiler. That's a monster. Okay. And put a chimney in. And then I can heat with that when, and it'll be consistent heat was the whole idea. Because like, uh, you know, feeding a wood stove with a baby, especially when he's walking and he doesn't yeah. know that. And you got to keep away from the hot wood stove that's in the living room. It wasn't ideal. And we run electric space heaters in the other rooms, which kind of sucks too. Right. Um, but that propane idea was like whole house heat. This will be great. Because like what my house was so stupid. That like there was no fucking heat in either bathroom. We like yeah, and there was we no wood stove when I moved in. I put that. What's up? We have one circuit for yeah. higher upstairs. Is it hot water, or do you mean electric? No, electric. We have one circuit. Oh, yeah, I had that higher upstairs. Yep, I had a. We have an addition that's our bedroom, and a like a mud room. I like to call it. And we have a pantry back there that I made because it used to just be a fucking staircase to the basement. Right. And and there's a half bath. And it was one circuit, 20 amps. Great. Right? They didn't screw that up. What is this on my face? And uh, <laughs> it was one circuit, um, 20 amps, left the panel at 20 amps with 12-gauge wire. Excellent. Went to the first outlet. He didn't pigtail any outlets. He went through the outlets. Right? Whoever did it. Mm -hmm. So every watt that gets drawn down the line is going through each outlet like so he went right to the screws with the main wire right and then out the other side whereas if you pigtailed it still wouldn't be great but like you'd have that you'd, they'd be isolated not every single watt i think would go through i could be wrong about that but i'm assuming right. um i know enough about electricity to get myself in trouble and do my own work so yeah. right after the first outlet everything switched to fucking 14 gauge wire <laughs> and i'm like it's a 20 amp breaker like what the hell and then later on, it switched back to 12. And uh, it, the only reason I know is because the first outlet caught fire. Right. I was sleeping. It's right outside our bedroom. I was like, and it's actually weird. I had been working on that baseboard system like two weeks before, and I was soldering in the house like an idiot because uh, my garage was dirty. And that smell of soldering, you know, that's it's. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. You smell like, you, that. Yeah. yeah. It kind of smells like burning electric, you know, because it's burning copper. Right. And I was like, it smells like the soldering in here, but that was like two weeks ago. I'm like, maybe the smell's stuck in my nose or something, or maybe it's in my head, you know? And uh nope, the fucking outlet was on fire and it hadn't tripped the breaker. And it was it was scary. It was close, very close to burning the whole house down thing because uh. this genius ran one. Now, in his defense, he didn't think that a guy was gonna run a farm out of this house and have like five fucking refrigerators and a space heater running out of Very this true. Very true. You know, See, I I always say, um, my wife would always give me shit. I used to do a lot of the taxidermy, like all that, and I would pressure wash yep. everything off. And I'd go through a pressure washer a year, like close to. And they were like the nice pressure washers. But my wife would get pissed and just be like, like, you need to either buy a better one or like this these ones are crap. I'm like, it's not that they're crap. I'm using this pressure washer. A thousand times more than it's really sold for. Because at this point, oh, yeah. a pressure washer you buy from Lowe's for a reasonable price is not meant to last you a lifetime. You're not going to hand this down to your grand, like to your kids. It's yeah. going to last. It's, it's supposed meant to wash your your deck and your siding once every other year for three years. Once every other year for three years. 
That's it. And I was using it, right. And I was using it in the middle of winter. Like oh, I was yeah. using it for everything, like multiple times a day. And that'll touch it if you don't um like you know if you get water in it, right? Yeah. And and it stays in there. I learned all about this because I've yeah. done the game where I've tried to make one last a long time. I've actually done okay with this last one. Yeah. But uh I'm sorry, I cut you off, but no, no, no. But yeah, no, I've had that happen. Now the one I have now, it's like it doesn't have the same control anymore. Yeah. So it's like the handle leaks and then also like as soon as you turn it on, it's just spraying. It's not super pressurized, but there's just a yeah, there's just a stream always coming out. Yeah, I think exactly. that's every one of them after two weeks. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's I completely understand what you're saying, where it's like, yeah, yeah he did a shit job, but also you he, he were like, was, yeah, we're gonna go all out on this. <laughs> yeah, no one expected there to be that like. In, my, in that back area, so when we did meat ducks, we invested in a lot of like used chest freezers and stuff. And then when I, when my fucking pancreas decided to not work anymore, I realized I need to have a lot of frozen free or freezer space because meat and vegetables, you know, that's right. what I eat. So, and I, and I'm a prepper to a point. So, and I like, look, if you have a year's worth of food in freezers, I know that costs a lot of, a lot of electricity. It doesn't really. Um, these new freezers, man, they, they sip electricity. It's crazy how low like wattage they really are. They're almost like a fucking, like 200 watt light bulbs at the most, you know? Yeah. Once they yeah, get it, old and yeah. you have the meat frozen in there, like, yeah, you're going to lose a yeah. lot and, and they're in my basement. In. Yeah. And they're in my basement where it's 50. So yeah. it's yeah. not like they're coming on all the time, you know? So for the most part, they're all down there. <clears throat> um, you can do cool shit like, oh, look. Ground beef is on sale. The, you know, it's a factory bullshit ground beef or whatever. And this isn't a problem you have, right? Ground sure, beef at sure. the store is on sale. <laughs> it's like, who, I'm, who am I talking to about this? Um, for two fifty a pound, let me go get a hundred fucking pounds. You know, in, in the freezer. You know, See, I, I have done that. I, I've had a beef in the freezer and been like, Chuck's on sale. Yep. yep. Toss me a whole primal, and th they look at me like, what? Yeah. Like, so. I did it one time and I had one of my work shirts on and I just yeah. turned around and just turned back and they're like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. So Jack just did an episode on that and you're going to be on Jack's show this week, right? Coming up. I sure am. I'm going to be that's on awesome. Wednesday. Nice. I'm very excited and very nervous. Yeah. Nah, don't be nervous. It'll be so, fun. Uh, it is. I was nervous when I went on a show forever ago and uh, like once we're, you're, you know how there's the pre show. Right. And this is before StreamYard. This was Skype, and uh, which is terrible. And um, well, I get it. You know, you get in there a few minutes ahead, right? Like you do with any show. And when you start talking, he gets you into a spot where you're right. just like flowing. And he goes, hey, man, I'm going to start. Go, okay. And now, obviously, it's on a timer now because StreamYard and live streaming. Right. But like, once you're, you know, you'll be in a groove and it will just flow right into the episode. It'll be yeah, I'm not worried about it. Anyway, so I feel like a bit of a poser because it's one of those things. I'm super excited to go on. I've listened to Jack a handful of times, but it's I'm friends with everyone in this community now. Yeah. It stemmed from Jack. And I came in through Josh and I'm just like, I don't even know who this guy was until like a couple months ago. And yeah. I have put him in the rotation. But I'm like, hey, well, it's not an application. Like, be better that way. Yeah. Honestly, like if you know less about the show, like <clears throat> I went on April 
uh, well, aired on April Fool's Day. Right. Twenty twenty. Yeah. I want to say it was 2015 because it was literally like at the end of that show, I go, we were talking about ducks. Uh, mm-hmm. That whole show was about ducks. It was about profitable ducks, which they're profitable. They were profitable when I did the show. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, um, I don't recommend profitable ducks at all anymore. That's so kind of an oxymoron. that's kind of like hot water heater. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. <laughs> so, uh, at the end of that show, I go, I don't know. I'm going to go. Uh, he goes, what do you got going on? I go, I'm going to go out and try to sell some microgreens to some restaurant that I grew in my living room. Right. It was at the end of that show. It was like the last thing I said. And it was literally like we had done a test. I had listened to his show about microgreens with uh, with um, not Curtis Stone, but the other guy, his buddy, uh, Luke Miller. And he had a book. So I bought the book and I had like just followed the instructions in the book. And set up this like shitty Home Depot rack with a shop light in my living room. My wife came home and was like, what's that? And I go, I'm trying some shit out. She goes, oh, whatever. And then, uh, which is nice. That's always her answer. So she um, she worked at a super high-end restaurant. And uh, when the stuff grew well, like the first batch of microgreens we did, it was just like radish, peas, basil, broccoli, um, and sunflower, right? I did just one tray of each. Just see what would happen. The, fuck, the basil failed hard, right? Right. Nothing. I also went to like Agway or something and just bought whatever I could buy for skins, you know. And uh, but the peas did fine, and the sunflower did great, and the broccoli did fantastic, and the radish like rocked out, right? But that's radish. Like if anybody's gonna grow microgreens at home and you like radish, just grow radish. It's so easy. Um, and we were we were just gonna cut it that day and like take it down to this place locally, and then she was gonna take some to work. And it's just funny to me to listen to that episode ever. Oh, go back, yeah. But it's like literally at the end, it's like, oh, I'm going to try this new thing, but I don't think it's going to do anything. And then it's like, you know, now we're doing $4,000 a week. You know what I mean? It's just like, there you go. You know? All right. So I'm going to wrangle in both of our ADHD for a moment. Mm-hmm. Explain microgreens. Just oh, because we never have? Huh? Because we never did. Because we never have. You've done twice. We're a half hour in. And like the thing that I do. We talked about microgreens. Yeah. Like the thing that I do, we just didn't really talk about. Yeah, it. We, didn't talk uh, about it. we had talked about in the last show. I know we talked about like the room and the right. capacity and like how many 100 hours a week kind of thing. Um, so uh, our business. It, well, microgreens are. This is always difficult to explain. They're not sprouts. We don't use the S word around here because they're different uh, health regulations for sprouts than microgreens. Right. Sprouts include a root, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, microgreens are basically just like almost any vegetable or flower, a lot of herbs, flowers, grown to the first set of uh, cotton. I'm going to use C-O-T-Y-L-E-D-O-N-S. That fucking word about, it means first true leaves, right? Cotyledons or something. Right. Uh, Nick Ferguson knows how to say this word. So uh, I, you grow them basically to get the first true leaf. Okay, I could just go grab a couple and show you. No, but anyway, so they're like that. Was, that would have been great if we prepped that and you just went, just went anyway, and just yeah. row, just a tray rose up from the bottom of the right. camera. So you get the first set of true leaves, right? And you want the green to be no higher than like really, depending on the crop. Like peas, you're going to get to about four inches or so. Like a lot of times, some chefs like them like two inches though. Um, like you're growing broccoli and say you don't want that to be more than a couple inches tall with the two leaves, right? Um, and it's not the true leaf. That's a whole different level, right? Which we do that too because some chefs like the true leaf too. So like with cilantro, 
that comes up. It gets those first two cotyledons or whatever that word is. And then, and then a little stem shoots out the middle and it gets a true leaf. Okay. And once it gets that one true leaf, cut it, good to go. And chefs like love it. It's got that one little cilantro leaf and two little leaves and whatever. It's, this is, it's so fucking tedious. Anyway, so <laughs> like, so a microgreen is a, a, a seed grown to that stage. You're planting on 10, 20 flats, okay, mm-hmm. which is 10 by 20 inch, you know, greenhouse trays. We plant on specialty ones that are only about an inch deep, so you don't use a lot of soil. Because um, you don't need to, really. No, you're because they're growing so fast. Right. So, like, you're planting, you know, anywhere from three-tenths of an ounce of seeds, which I don't do grams. A lot of guys do grams. I fucking hate it. Um, that's a long story about working at restaurants. Up yeah. to, um, you know, like, right. yeah. restaurant <laughs> I worked for where inventory was every every week and half the shit you had to enter in grams and kilograms and the other half the shit was, uh, you know, whatever, uh, normal fucking ounces right. and pounds. And um, you, you just had to remember what was what. And when I started doing this, someone's like, oh, how many grams of seed do you use? And I was like, I use three-tenths of an ounce. And they're like, how many grams is that? And I go, I don't give a fuck how many grams it is because I hate that. You know, like, because I've been I have really- a different, different mental, mental image every yeah. time you say grams. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Like- <laughs> Which is funny because I'm, what, 44? And I probably seem like it. I've never done a drug in my life. Yeah. Neither I, I. I, just I, remember this, but the, yeah. I just remember this goes live on Facebook too. Yeah. Neither have I. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> I never even smoked a joint, you know? So, like, um, I also know how my personality is, and I would just do it all the time if I ever did it. So, um, all right. So, we plant in these like shallow trays, and then they germinate fast. It's like basically three ish days. Like, cilantro takes six to seven, uh, basil takes like five. Everything else is like three ish days. Mm-hmm. And then you uncover it. You have to plant it with weight and stuff. You can look all this up. I have a lot of this on my YouTube channel, which is just how we farm. Um, which is in so, the description under this video. Yeah. Yeah. I can mean, watch the videos. I swear someday I'm going to start doing more stuff. So uh, <laughs> I've been kicking myself lately. So, um, you know, then you grow it. And, and really, they only take from so from sowing to harvest. Uh, the longest crop we grow is like 30 30-ish days, 35. Right. That's red vein sorrel. takes a little longer uh, to, to develop all the color and whatnot. Cilantro, we're doing in about 17 days. Um, like radish and sunflower, especially when it's hot mm-hmm. this time of the year, we're blowing that out in seven days. And I mean, like, day one is the day we put the seed on the soil. Okay? So we count that as day one. So really, it's like six, you know? Like, right. I always plant three in the morning or some shit. And then I count that as day one, but I'm labeling it like, so today's uh, the ninth. Right. I go over there and plant later tonight when it's after midnight, I'll label it for the ninth and that's day one. So whatever, it's really probably six and a half, seven days, you know? Right. Um, there's a shit. Way, I also just want to say, you said this time of year, yeah. not in New Hampshire right now. Oh, right. It's just that word I'm talking about it being hot. Right. It is 95, 95 degrees today. I was at Storyland, which is a, which is an amusement park in northern New Hampshire, which is hell. Yep. But I do it because I'm a good dad. But yes. anyway, we walked around Storyland today in 95 degree heat in September. Yeah. I'm so done. Yep. You probably planned this going, yo, in September we'll go to Storyland. It'll be 65. Oh. 
No, but we get this weird, like, everybody wants to, like, kind of rag on New England. And like, oh, all the snow. And you get more snow, I think, where you are than I get, I'm I sure. Am. Where are you? <laughs> where are you? I'm in Effingham. So I'm, like, if you look at, like, the snow belt, we're right at the bottom of like, okay. There are days. There were there are days where it was like when I was working down in Barnstead, I would leave my house and there'd be eight inches of snow on the ground at five a.m. Oh. And I would get to sixteen, which is about a half hour away, like a half hour south, and yeah. it would be an inch. It yeah, was, it, we're right on that, and we got Province Lake right here, so we get crazy. Uh, this but, is where I. Where I grew up, it's like nuts because it's that. I grew up lake effect snow, Oswego, New York, like fucking right. terrible. And it was like you would be, uh, depending on the time of the winter, like early part of the winter, the snow would skip us because the lake would keep us warm. And then later in the winter, you just get hammered, right? So it would, but it'd be weird because like you drive 40 miles and like where we left, there'd be five feet of snow. <laughs> 40 miles away, there'd be two inches. Yeah, it's crazy. It's absolutely. But so, yes, we do get all that snow, but we also get some like heat. Like, we had probably, we had probably a week up here this summer. Yeah. Was, like, well, and what people don't understand is we get, okay, like if you ask me where I live in New Hampshire, which is very different from where you live, which is hilarious because it's New Hampshire so crazy. Small. Yeah. Like, what is it? New Hampshire's smaller than Massachusetts, I think, right? Area wise? No. No, I don't think so. I feel like it is. Well, all I know is you can put five Massachusetts in New York State. All right. So even if we're close to the size, of it's probably about four or five. Yeah, like you can yeah. put a basic. You probably put five, four and a half to six, whatever. Right. right. New Hampshire in in New York. Okay. It's a very small state. You're. What are you? An hour from me? Maybe. Uh, probably about an hour and a half. How long for you to drive to London? Area? An hour and a half. Yeah, Londonderry would be a bit actually. I think about it. It'd probably be like an hour and a half, two hours. I have no idea where Effingham is, by the way. Where um, where is? Oh, you're out. You're west. I'm west. I I can, out look out my, I can look out my front door and see Maine. Like, Are you up out? Oh wait. Oh what? no, east then. Yes. Yes. East. Sorry. Okay. Oh, I'm thinking. Um, Sunapee. Yeah. Ossipee. Yeah, no, 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 no. These fucking town names. I'm, for, I'm using my P towns. So, <laughs> what the hell? So, um, okay, yeah, so you're over that way. That's fine. Okay, are you near Errol at all, or are you south of Errol? Um, Umbagog Lake? Yeah, no, yeah, I don't know where it is. Okay, that's a, if you like smallmouth bass. Anyway, beautiful area. Uh, right on the main border. I think Umbagog Lake actually is half main. So, anyway. Yeah, um, probably uh, it's above me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're over there. So you're north of Summersworth, probably, or Dover. You're up north of there. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, what people are. So you're kind of close to the ocean, then. I'm surprised you get so much. No, no, uh, no. I am nowhere near. We are. Uh, yeah, because as you go like, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never mind. So where I am in Derry, in my opinion, we get like the perfect weather. Right. No, you guys do. I live down there. I people go, people go, oh, New Hampshire. That's is it snowing yet? Like fucking Brian Young all the time in right. our in, in the survival podcast world. He's like, oh, is it snowing up there yet? And like last year, this asshole lives in Tennessee. Good friend of mine. That's why I call him an asshole. Uh, lives in Tennessee, and he got snow before I got any snow. And I'm just like, yeah, what's up now? You know? Yeah. So like, and he got like four inches of snow that stayed like on the ground at least. I don't know how long, but whatever. It's got accumulation, you know. So, um, 
We didn't get anything on the ground that stayed down here until like January or something last year. Like we got like snow, but it melted immediately, you know, like within a day. Um, everything we got last year melted within a few days. See, and that was when that. you're sitting there going like, man, I wish it would snow. I'm sitting up here going, I, never said that. I wish it would stop <laughs> snowing now. Like, yeah. I think we had at least two one foot storms last year. Yeah. Which again, it's not in retrospect. It's not a ton, but it's like we had a couple. We had one last year that was at least a foot and a half. And I don't care who you are, a foot and a half snow is a lot to deal with. Was it the last one? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that last random storm where we got a foot, and I was just like, I didn't cloud that one. I literally just think I drove through my driveway because it was like it was a super late storm. Yep, we got 18 inches that day, and it was almost slush. Oh, you know what? It wasn't that last storm. Yeah. That oh, we got like, like two inches of slush. Uh, I was walking out my door like, oh yeah, I'm done. I lost I lost like seven hundred dollars worth of those uh you know, ten by twenty canopy things. And oh, that's because I have to store soil for microgreens. Right. You have to have dry soil. Um, you know, or not saturated. Right. You know, when it comes out of the bag. <laughs> so I have to store soil. Um, I have my boat under one, and uh, they both came down. And the one that came down over my boat broke the windshield on my boat. Uh, and it's a 1958 StarCraft, so I'm sure there's just windshields kicking around all over the place. Yeah, they're, they're just out yeah. there. You yeah, can probably just corner. Napa, honestly. Like, <laughs> yeah, <maybe. laughs> yeah, no. New Hampshire is there's a place, place. place in Florida that'll make my boat windshield for. Uh, Eight hundred dollars. You're kidding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not terrible though. I mean, it could no, be worth it. For what you're talking about, that's not. Bad. It's a boat. I mean, that's everything costs money. Yeah. So no, anyway, it, it does kind of go back to it's like I always say, New Hampshire is one of the most interesting places to do anything agriculturally. Yeah. It's gonna put you're gonna get kicked in the nuts at least yep. once doing this. Yeah. Well, this year. We were talking in June about compartmentalizing my property and, and different areas for growing and whatnot. And I was, I remember I was talking about tomato land, right? Mm-hmm. Tomato land produced like nine fucking tomatoes this year. Okay. That's it. I put 50 plants in there. We got blight early, early, early blight. Uh, Cause we, we were just, it rained. It all it did was rain all summer. Yeah. And it was like shit growing here. Finally, now, uh, we're cranking out a couple of gallons of green beans a day, right? Mm-hmm. On this like 24 foot fence line uh, on the one side of our garden that I have cattle panel up. Nice. And I grow pole beans up that thing. And then I also have apple trees that never produce a goddamn thing that work as a green bean trellis. So, <laughs> so um, I have like, that's finally producing. Um, I have squash that's trying to grow now and I'm like too late, bro. Um, yeah. We're cranking out cucumbers, like See, we was, got, like it sucked. My garden was bullshit this year. Yeah. Like it sucked. I because like I'm really starting to figure out trying to figure out these pastures because it's like once you come up to my property, you'll see. Like yeah. if anyone's seen any of my videos, like you've seen it, it's an open hay field. So it's yeah. like I was trying really hard to figure out how I'm going to turn this into good hay crop, and like last year. We got nothing because we were in a massive drought. We had yep. no water. And then this year, it was literally, literally my section of time of where I could get like okay hay this much. 
because yeah. all of a sudden all the crappy stuff just shot up. All goldenrod. You couldn't dry it this year, right? Really? No. Like you brush let it dry. I just brush hogged it all. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to pay someone to come do this. Like, yeah, there was no such thing as, I, well, there was, but like, people got, hey, people got some, and people got some good quality. Hay. Like, yeah. this must have been a difficult year to get it cut and dried, though. Well, that's the problem. They literally, people literally had two days. Like, they were yeah. literally just had two days. I can't tell you how many hay wet pictures of hay wagons I saw in like marketplace where it was just like, got wet, can't put it in the barn. Like, yeah, really? So oh, I need some of that. And it's one of those yeah, things where it's just like it sucks, and it's we're fucking okay now. Yeah, I've decided. I'm just like I'm not even gonna bother hang. We're gonna pat. We're gonna fence it all in, and I'm just gonna pasture. I'm gonna pasture pigs. Well, it only makes sense, and I I get that you need hay to get through the winter around here. I can. So buy, I have enough contact. I can get hay. But like I, it's just, in the grand scheme of things, in general though, like ideally you pasture cows, right? Right. But you got to have something up here in the winter. Oh, just yeah. You can't just not. Not, you know? even, not even just for winter. Like starting in like end of now. October, November. Yeah. Like you're you're feeding hay. You have to. Well, the weird New Hampshire thing, at least now where I'm at, is is like so everybody thinks it's going to be cold now, right? Because it's September, and I'm like, no, no. These we, next two and a half months are the best up here because sixty degree nights, right? Seventy five degree days. The days do get shorter, but but people don't realize like right now is like a boom of growth right mm -hmm. before it dies. It's really interesting. Like that's why my green beans, like I didn't get a fucking green bean. We planted those early. Okay. Right. Put those seeds in the ground and they came up pretty quick in May. All right. Like just after that weird late frost we got. Right. Um, so which is why I have no fruit out of any trees, by the way, this year, which is gonna be real ugly for a lot of the wild the wildlife. Um, like near population, I think could real suffer, like really suffer this year because there were, there was like no apples because no. the frost wiped all that out. Um, but like, you know, we planted those green beans early and just cause of the weird cloud cover, I think, and like the water, yeah, we had nothing. I didn't even have a blossom on those things till like three weeks ago. And then just all of a sudden they just exploded. And that's what happens this time of year on here. Like, if my tomatoes hadn't gotten fucked up for blight, they'd be just crushing tomatoes right now. Mm -hmm. You know, um, everything else is kicking though. It's kind of wild, and we'll get that until our first frost, basically. You know, yeah, exactly. Right before you know, some of your heat sensitive shit like peppers and tomatoes will start to look a little sad. You know, like a week out, uh, like mid October though. You know, right. and like I don't know, Southern New Hampshire is a great place to grow shit. Mm -hmm. Like it sure is. I mean, where I grew up, the soil is far superior to yeah, here. Right. However, well, it's you're to easier. Rocks, yeah, so. like they're done in like two weeks up there, you know, because yeah. it's yeah. going to it's gonna get cold as shit. And then you got like, you know, obviously Pennsylvania with the black soil they have and whatever, that kind of stuff. There's parts of southern New York that are fantastic. But, well, it's like there's sections of pasture that I've already fenced in yeah. that I've had animals going across, like where the pigs are right now. I've had beef on that for two years. Yeah, night and day. Night and day. It used to be full of saplings. I pulled all the saplings out, ran cows on it for two years. It looks completely different. Now I'm putting pigs on it. I'm gonna I'm expecting a real change. But nice. even where well they're like tillers, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I've if you look if people look back at some of my videos and walk around the pig like the new pig pasture, it's just bulldozed. Like there's random yeah. sections where they're just going through and just bulldozing everything, which over this winter. 
everything's going to get pushed back down and settled and the life that's going to come out of it is going to be insane. Yeah. But even where just the cows have been is black, which I will also say that I am very gifted in the fact that this was a horse farm before. Yeah. You can't find a rock in that field. No, like, oh, because they pulled them all out because horses pulled them all out. No shit. And it's like in the, in, in the middle of the field, you can dig down. There's probably about this much, like, just dark soil. Nice. But um, but there's also an insane amount of sand. Like, yeah. that's, oh, the horses. that's the trade-off. Yeah, no, yeah. Literally, if you dig a post hole here, you got that much dirt, sand. It's really? all sand. It's cool. Is that just your, that's just your geography? That's just my geography. And it's every people around me, too. That must have once upon a time been beach. A lake. Yeah. 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 Or a lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so you can't dig and find sand where I live. No, 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 no. You got rock. But it's also you go hit glacial rock and, and it's rocks. Nothing but rocks. So it's I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, we got a ton of rocks. But around here, this area though, it's glacial rock hell. It's like all over. Um but we get yeah, we get clay. Yeah. You know, we don't have like, any a foot down no. but i get two feet because i've been building the soil for 10 years exactly there you go <laughs> well but uh in and oh, yeah. we accomplished nothing once yeah again. we talked yeah. briefly about microgreens i'm I, getting back one of you 10 minutes on quail or something or do you got to get out uh no we can get two, 10 minutes on quail so i'm getting back into quail you are I know, right. yeah i just so i've been getting a call at least one probably more like three, four though, every single week about quail, eggs and, and birds. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, it's my website, just generating calls on quail. And I'm like, I took everything down. Like, I don't know why I'm getting calls still, but uh, I just said, fuck it. And I went, so my Shire, great place to order your quail eggs from. Uh, they're not on a backlog anymore, folks, by the way. So they were like very much backlogged a year ago. Uh, you were talking like six, eight week wait time. On, okay. on just just hatching eggs, yeah. They were they were fast. Like I ordered them a week ago today, and they showed up today. So, nice. yeah. So I got them today, and I'm gonna right on the other side of this wall, set up my incubators. You know, consistent temps over there, which is nice. Um, gonna incubate some eggs. We're not going dome style. We're not going aviary this time because that was a mess with rats, and we still have a rat problem um, that I'm working on nonstop. And uh, I don't think that's ever gonna stop. So, um, never does. I think every farm it's, has it's rats. So bad here. It's I think so everybody bad. actually has fucking rats, but it's not just farms. So, yeah. like, I, I know other people that are nowhere near where I am. Like, or well, okay, they're up the road from me, but it's not my rats. You know what I mean? They have their own rats <laughs> from the fucking woods. Yeah, like they they all have them. You know, it's like everybody's got them. Uh, and this was like a weird boom, like a few years ago. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. so we're gonna do cages. It is what it is. I'm gonna well, keep them very. They're bred for that. Like yeah, I, right now, it. it's better. I was trying not to, but it's it's not. It sucked doing them in an aviary setting. Um, I could have done a different type aviary, or whatever. You can do it, but just like if you set up, if you set up an aviary to them like a couple times a day, go out and meditate and read poems to them. That's yeah. good. But if you're doing any production style on quail, put yeah. them in a cage. <laughs> yeah, so I have. We actually have cages already. Um, I just got to modify them some for watering and, and uh, you know, not to have as much maintenance. 
And they're going to go in the aviary that we had, just in cages. Okay. And then I'm going to look into like doing something below them to make it less manure maintenance. Because I'm not interested in adding this massive amount of maintenance to my life. You know, I don't have time for it. And well, if you did like a deep litter kind of setup. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You, like if you built boxes underneath, I don't know, like plywood or something, that yep. you could take the front off. You did them like foot deep. And then just, even, but, every day when oh, you go out to eat, just toss shavings down. Yeah, this is in like a dome. And it's just right. on the ground. So I don't even need to build boxes. I just fucking put a bunch of litter underneath it. Right? Yeah. Yeah, maybe but, some cell blocks to keep it out so of the water. Like, literally, the easiest way to do that is every day before yeah. you go in and feed, yep. have a bale of shavings next to you. You're going in there to feed, so just have a scooper next to it and just do a layer. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, and that, then and one then, day, you spend a half a day and show the shit out of there, and yeah. you have already well, started compost. So what I've got the last two years, three years maybe, I don't know, I don't have a time reference on this, is just like when I bought this house, you couldn't find a worm, right? But we built so much healthy soil mm -hmm. that, like, just today I had some like cardboard. We get so many fucking boxes of stuff with this business, right? And I throw it over the fence because it's going to make it out back to get burnt, right? And I throw it over the fence and I always get right over there to get it. So it's been like four or five days. And I go over and I pick up this piece of cardboard and there's just fucking night crawlers. It's just all <laughs> right. It's like massive worms, okay? Tons of them, and they're big. So I'm like, I'm going to just start, you know, taking a scoop of these worms or 10 or 50. I'm going to put them in a wheelbarrow, and I'm going to start that deep litter with a base of wormy soil, right? Yeah, that's And then, and then I'm going to just try to get a pseudo bootleggy vermicomposty thing going on in there. Right. I'm also on a lake where people love to fish and on a river right on my west property lines of river. So what you're saying is you're starting a quail slash worm farm. I'm starting a worm farm. Yeah. You need, you um, need like you need, you need to like take sit. Like you need to sit longer than you're sitting yeah. now. Like <laughs> you need to just maybe like chill out. Pee. Like <laughs> do your feet ever go up at all? Or is it just, no. Well, we talked about diabetes. I know you're joking, but no, I know. Like, I can't uh, not because my blood sugar just goes fucking nuts if I relax. Like, relax. Like, people are just like, oh, you need to take a day off and just put your feet up and watch TV. I'm like, yeah, if I want to run the whole day at a 200 fucking blood sugar and hate life, I'll do that. You know, but right. it's like I got to get up and go and be productive. And the worst part about this is I'm still fucking fat. What the hell? <laughs> I don't stop. Like, why am I fat? Like. See, I, don't I, see, I was thinking about you. I've been um, drinking because I've been sober for years in January. So I've been drinking like sweet tea and it's like the Arizona sweet tea. And it's oh, God. oh yeah, it would kill you. And oh, then God. my wife just randomly brought one of the gallons of Oakhurst lemonade. Oh, And I was like, oh, so good. amazing. And then I mix them. <laughs> Get some Arnold Palmer action. Exactly. And yeah. in my head, I'm like, it whatever like it hits because I usually just drink it out of like a mason jar full of ice. Yeah. And whatever like sensory thing that hits, it hits just like a mixed drink. And I'm oh, just, wow. so at the end of the night, I'll just I'll just be sitting. And I was like, oh. <laughs> it's just yeah. it's just. Did you, did you drink that 
did you drink that with booze back then or no? No, I didn't. Okay. Because I, I know for me, when I like drank a lot, like it sounds bad, but like when I could drink a lot, right. I didn't, drink, I never strung days together. I could never do that. Like I had drinks last night. I told oh, you this morning. <laughs> yeah, I could never do it. Um, I had like, so I would drink like two days a week and I would drink quantity. You know, I'm a big guy too. Um, and it's like, it runs in the blood. We're all Scottish. We can fucking put it down. So like, I would drink a lot of uh, like Captain and Cokes and shit like that, right? Whatever. And it got to a point where like, if I didn't drink for a few weeks, whatever, and I'd have like a Coke, I'd be like, oh yeah, it just tastes like rum and Coke. It just, it just tastes like rum and Coke. Like, hit the same spot. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, why, that's why I don't yeah. drink Coke. That's, li- yeah. that's literally why I yeah. don't yeah. drink Coke. Were you Jack and Coke or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, I was, yeah. Yeah, I was a Jim and Coke guy. You're like a Jack and Coke or, guy. I was, I, actually, I was even trasher. I was a wild turkey and Coke guy. Oh, yeah. Wild turkey 101 and Coke. I, I had a stretch where I was turkey 101 Manhattans. Oh. Just like, just make them. Here we go. You know what I mean? Like, back, I was probably 24, yeah. 23, and I would just like, I had ex-girlfriend. She kind of, I don't know. I She was the kind of girl, like, I dated her for six or eight months. And uh, when actually my wife and I now were separated for like maybe a year or two in there, right? So we've been together most of the time since 2001. But there's like a year and a half in there where I moved up here and she stayed down there and we broke up or whatever. And I dated this girl in there and uh, I was drunk basically the whole time we dated. And then one day I was sober and I was talking to her and I was like, you know what? I don't even fucking like you. Like, what? what? <laughs> Say yeah. this? No, I've had that. I've had that for sure. Yeah. Where you wake up, you all of a sudden you wake up and you're like, Ah, yeah. Everything is in color. Oh yeah. God! Like- and we were just drinking. Uh, I was drinking Turkey One Hundred One Manhattans, and then we would also buy a bottle of Hundred Proof Smirnoff and a bottle of Apple Pucker handles. Handle. There's a New England word. Handles. Yeah, exactly. One seven five milliliter bottle, whatever. And uh, yeah. up here at the liquor store in New Hampshire, super cheap. They're like twenty five bucks into this thing, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, we would just sit there in the living room, room temp. I just dump them into a glass oh. and just drink apple teenies, I guess, whatever. That's like, not just an apple teeny. It's, it resembles an apple teeny. It's not. Yeah, it's two ingredients to go in an apple teeny, but we didn't have the energy to go shake it nice, is all that really was going on here. And there was no fucking cherry making it into that thing either. So we would just mix this shit into a glass and just out of a pint glass and just get bombed. It was fun. But you want, you want to hear this one? But then one day I was sober. I was like, I don't even like it. Yeah. Want to hear this one? We used to drink Irish trash cans. Oh, I used to know what this is. Um, it is. It is a... So it's essentially a Long Island iced tea. Or no, it's not a Long Island. It's basically a Grateful Dead. Because it's got the... Okay, which is a Long Island iced tea with Chambord. Right. Yeah. And peach schnapps. Oh. Mixed with Red Bull. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Yeah. Maybe I didn't know that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky to be alive. Folks. So your vodka, gin, rum, tequila, triple sec, Chambord, peach schnapps, Red Bull, yeah. and any sour mix? Did that bother making it in or no? Okay, <laughs> that that's gross. It, it, it was a lot. <laughs> Wait, then, then we turned the game upside down and oh, no. we started doing pine, the uh, tropical Red Bull. That's when oh, yeah. Red Bull came out. Yep, it was that's good. Too. I noticed myself scouting in the last show that I started. Someone brought up Jaeger bombs, and I said, "I'm going to tell you how to make a Jaeger bomb," and I never did. So we can end on this. Okay, go uh, for it. please. please. 
Wait, hold on. Do your plugs. Anything you want to promote, anything you want to plug. All right. Well, let me do that plug real quick because we are going to end on this story. So, again, if you're watching the channel and you're not subscribed, please subscribe to the channel. Um, we've got some cool videos coming out. We just put out a black bear video. Um, I should be having some more bears come in. So, we're going to do some more in depth breakdown videos on that. We've had a couple small ones. So, I did a keep out video that I put up today. Um, and then I will be on Two Man Tim Show tomorrow. We are doing a content creator roundtable with um, Brian Alexovich from The Lost Projects and Nicole Sauce from Living Free Tennessee. And then on Wednesday, I will be on um, the Survival Podcast with Jack Spear Cup. So I'm pretty excited about that one. That is going to be uh, one. I don't know if it's live, live or if it's pre recorded. It it is live, yeah. It'll be on um, Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, he's two central or something. Yeah, noon. One here? No, he's noon central. I don't know. So it's one here. It's time zone. No. Um, what a pain in the ass. Yeah. Other than that, it's pretty much. So that's that'll be. It'll be fun. It'll be a good time. Other than that, it's um, back with the six oh three on everything. Instagram, TikTok. I've been hitting TikTok pretty hard. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm too old. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's been interesting. So I gotta fucking if I get the content thing going again, I guess I gotta do all that. You stupid. gotta. It sucks. I, I but again, I have no. We're gonna we're gonna talk about this tomorrow on the show. But I have no barometer for my success. And then everyone comes around to me and they're like, "You're doing a really good job." And you're yeah. getting followers. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> like my YouTube's got ah. Uh, 5,600 people or something, right? Yeah. And I, I was doing well with that. And then I, I tried to make a Facebook group and I was like, yeah. I, I, I hate social media. We we never really even did social media for the farm. Like, yeah. we did a little bit. We got a couple of restaurants out of it, but, but really, like, we were bad at it. And we probably should be better at it, but we're bad at it. Um, Ultimate Jaeger Bomb. Oh, you can go to my YouTube channel at Dowie Farm. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everybody knows that, though. Ultimate Jaeger bomb. Hold on. Hold on. Irish car bomb. Yeah, car bombs are okay. They were so good. They were, they were my favorite. They were yeah. my favorite for sure. You could do a flaming Dr. Pepper shot. You ever did that? So flaming Dr. Pepper is a beer, uh, a light, regular. I'm going to say light beer, but I mean it in a classic sense, right? Uh, meaning like a see-through beer, okay? Right. A lager. Um, and, uh, you know, half full. And then a shot glass with amaretto. And a float of 151, the light on fire, and drop it in a chug, and it tastes like Dr. Pepper. It's amazing. Um, so there's that. And then, um, what was I? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the ultimate uh, Jaeger bomb. Like, I'm telling the guy that's not drinking it here. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> a lot of sense. Um, no, I'm sitting here going, <laughs> yeah. So it, it was, um, <laughs> it fucking kill you now, but like there was a, there was an orange monster for a while and it's not the same orange oh, monster. The slice one, the juice one. Yes. Yes. Oh. If you drop Jaeger into that thing, it tastes like Tang. Ah, oh, that hurts my it's soul. Wild. I, and it's wild. So that hurts me that I never, ever thought it. about that. Yeah. I should have told you. So that. But anyway, <laughs> all I had last night was Chick Ultras and uh, Zambuca. So all I can drink is Mick Ultra. Zambuca takes six units insulin. But anyway, 
I know these stupid things. And yeah, Wingtober's coming up. Rachel brought up Wingtober, folks. Oh boy, I make no money on Wingtober. I should figure out how to. But fucking Applebee's patented Wingtober already, or something. I tried to patent Wingtober a year ago, and uh, we have a there's a a lawyer in the community here that does patent lawyer uh, patent law. And yeah, and uh, this is what you get to when you go to Jack's workshops. This is the kind of stuff connections you make. Right? Yeah. Uh, good dude brings really good uh, wines. I don't really drink wine, but I've tasted a few of these. They're actually decent right. um, to the workshop. Anyway, he's from Long Island. Um, so this guy kind of did a little legwork for me on pro bono and was like, Applebee's has been using it for a long time. So they're probably going to have claim to it. And they have a lot more fucking lawyers and money than you. Right. And I went, you know what pisses me off the most about that is I worked for that fucking company for six years. It gave them my soul and my youth. They stole everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. So, but Wingtober's coming up. Uh, do you want me to talk about Wingtober? Go for it. Do you need go to go? Or was, I told you I had to go. Huh? No, 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 no. We're good. We're good. I, I know before the show, it's like, I got to not go long tonight. What I meant was like, I can't go two hours. No, I get uh, it. Yeah. So we're only 10 after 9, so I'm yeah. okay. Well, I'm also going to say Tool Man Tim is doing his 10,000 subscriber giveaway tonight. So everyone who is in oh. and watching right now, make sure once we're done here, you go over and do that. But is let's he hear it right now? Because I've heard about it a bunch. And, is he live right now? Huh? Is he live right now? I think so, probably. Oh. That is what it is. I should tap into a show right after and just be like, what's up? No, so anyway. <laughs> I paused my stream for this. I don't remember what I was just going to say. Wingtober. Oh, Wingtober. Wingtober, the rules are simple. Not really. Um, if anybody's interested, I have a whole Telegram channel for this. And uh, the rules are somewhere in there. I'm going to try to find them real quick. But basically, it's... Um, here we go. Oh, my God. Maybe not. Yeah, okay. You go to, Oh, wow. Where'd you go? There you go. There's a website. Sort of. Oh, he deleted him. Uh, you know, Brian Norton. Yeah, he had uh, he had him on his website. He must have deleted the page, but the, the rules are I'm going to try to wing it, shoot from the hip here. But it basically, hey, <laughs> I didn't even do it on purpose. It's um, here. Why don't we do this? Why don't we do this? Why don't you come back? Why don't you come back at the end of the month? Oh yeah, and we do a full Wingtober episode. We do a Wingtober Wingtober launch party episode. Yeah, I will. I will participate in Wingtober this year. Okay. Do you yeah, want to know yeah. kind of what it is before you agree to this? Oh, let's just do it. I know, I know the gist, and I know it's you got the idea. It's wings yeah. every day for a month, right? Okay, unless you make a mistake, and then you have to eat more the next day. Yeah, and you're only allowed to fuck up once a week, or you're out, and you cannot dip. I shouldn't have to say this. There's no dipping hot wings in ranch dressing. I'm out. I shouldn't have to say this thing. This is an obvious thing. No, it's the best thing. It's blue cheese or get the fuck out. I don't like cheese. <laughs> but you can dip other flavors wings in ranch. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. You can dip barbecue wings in ranch. In fact, I highly recommend it. It's I highly delicious. recommend that. And if you need to dip hot wings in ranch, you make barbecue wings, which is just hot sauce and butter. See, I already know what I'm doing. I already yeah, know what I'm doing. I'm going to do either the Chick-fil-A original or I'm going to do the Chick-fil-A sweet and spicy. Okay. I, mean, I don't know anything about that. Oh. <laughs> that sounds like two things I can't have. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Not true. 
Yeah. And no boneless. I shouldn't have to say this either. There's no such thing as a fucking boneless wing, but I think I'm on the right show for that. Yeah. Where nobody yeah. here is watching this. Yeah. What That's what you're cooking. Yeah. <laughs> fucking chicken McNugget, all right? Um, and each section counts as one. So, but we'll talk we about have, this. Do we have to warm them or can we eat them cold? Oh, however you want to put them down. You don't even have to cook them if you don't want. I mean, I just don't think you're going to make it far. Yeah, you're not going to make it the month. And it's but, not really a contest. It's right. just a thing we do. Although right. I did eat 310 chicken wings last October. Oh, oh yeah. 10 a day. 10 a day. And right. I, I only missed one day. I'll be I'll be scoping the store. I'm just gonna buy them in bulk. I'm just gonna. Oh, just yeah, it. I had to. I bought a case uh, through a chef last year at the beginning. Uh, well, Wings got last year. This time last, so yeah, I yeah, remember. Well, in the summer last year, Wings were super expensive, but in September, the bottom dropped out, and I got a case at like a buck twenty-five a pound. Oh, perfect. The bottom dropped out, so like there was still kind of like buck ninety-nine maybe in the store in the supermarkets of a pound. Right. It's kind of like four something they were in the summer. Uh, but I just like, I hammered, I actually got two cases. So I get 80 pounds of wings off this chef. And I think the price was like, it was way low. I actually don't think, I think I did like 75 bucks, which is less than a buck a pound. But so keep your eyes open for that kind of thing too. Right. Yeah, man. Well, all right, well, dude. That's in the books. Look, look forward to the end of the month. Yeah, I'll be back on, and we will break down all the rules and regulations of Wingtober. Wingtober. Oh boy, oh, I just found it. Yeah, I just right, found it. That's all right, though. Yeah. <laughs> all right, buddy. Um, I appreciate everybody who is listening, and I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Thanks, man.